Hello everybody, welcome back to the As I See It podcast here today, bringing you another episode of Barca Base, another match review and reaction, this time for our La Liga clash away from home to... Granada and we managed to pick up a brilliant 4-0 victory away from home two goals from Antoinette Griezmann and two goals from none other than the GOAT the King the world leader in football Lionel Messi let me tell you now Lionel Messi's season has just begun be afraid. Uh, brilliant, brilliant, brilliant Barcelona performance all in all. There leaves little to be desired, yet still some things, but maybe perhaps the most pleasing thing about today's performance, considering our lack of a clinical nature in front of goal, four shots on target today, each one converted. Of course, 13 shots in total, but the four that were on target were in the back of the net, courtesy of Griezmann and Lionel Messi. Brilliant stuff. It's very pleasing to see. And it was a very good performance for multiple reasons. A lot of things to be happy about. Um, and, you know, just generally keeping that clock ticking in the La Liga table, keeping us moving up. Um, hopefully we can continue to do that anyway. But with that win, we stay in third position. Now only two points behind Real Madrid, who do have a game in hand, however. Um, hand? A game in hand, however. We are on 34, they're on 36. They're about to play Osasuna, I believe. So we'll have to wait and see what the score is there. Come on, Osasuna. Do us proud. But let's stick to today's Barcelona game. Of course, as I said, a 4-0 victory away from home. Uh, brilliant, brilliant result. It really, really is. Um, clinicality back, it seems. Lionel Messi back, it seems. Griezmann back, it seems. And altogether, a nice watch for your Barcelona fans out there. So without further ado, let's go ahead and get straight into the Barcelona lineup. That's where we start and that's where we like to start and where we're going to start today as well. So no surprises. In fact, no changes in this Barcelona side other than one in defense due to Longley's suspension. And this is how we set up. It was a 4-3-3 formation. Coman coming to his senses, it appears, and realizing that for Barcelona, the 4-3-3 is the way to go. Mark andre Ter Stegen got the nodding goal, as we'd expect. Then we saw Serginio Dest on the right, a centre-back partnership of Oscar Mingueza and what would have been Arajo. However, in the warm-up prior to the game, he got felt some discomfort, I believe, in his right thigh. Um, so we'll have to wait uh, to see what the extent of that is. We're at the moment in the dark about that, but I'm really hoping it's not a lot because he's been very, very, very good for us. So that did mean the first start for Samuel Titi in a long, long time. And he was the one to partner Oscar Mingueza um, throughout today's game. Then at left back, we saw Jordi Alba. No surprises there either. We had the same exact midfield of uh, Sergio Busquets as the single pivot, uh, Frankie Diong and Pedri uh, more advanced. 
advanced. And then the attacking trio, uh, trio, well, that could be the case. Attacking trio is what I meant to say of Antoine Griezmann on the left, Lionel Messi in a central role and Ousmane Dembele on the right. Coman opting for essentially the same side other than the one change at def- in defense, sorry, which would have been Araujo. However, due to the discomfort fell in the warm-up was Samuel Mtiti. Am I happy with this lineup? Yes, 100%. Uh, apart from the exclusion of Ricky Pooch, because I always want him to be in the team. Um, luckily, we did get to see him play a little bit of football today, which I'll, of course, come on to. But other than that, I'm very happy with the lineup. Listen, um, Griezmann, I'm glad he um, Coman went for, with Griezmann up front, although he wasn't up front, but, you know, in the squad um, today. Uh, I just think we need to give him the confidence uh, unless he's playing horrendously uh, then we need to take him out but you know you have to be you have to let a striker have their chance um, and he certainly had his chance Griezmann um, on multiple occasions and confidence continues to be installed in him and Today, he managed to turn that reward system that Komen has been treating treating him with um, into profit. And that profit came in, in the form of two goals and one assist, uh, I should mention. So good to see uh, Griezmann finally looking like he is a confident striker once again. Frankie Diong, who's been superb for the, for the past few games and goes from strength to strength in this Barcelona team, of course, would keep his position. Pedri as well, the same. And because Sergio Busquets is the only uh, single pivot that we have at the moment, I spoke in the previous episode about the issues that that could um, arise. You know, De Jong is now playing far further forward. He's playing far more advanced and seems to be very comfortable now in that role. Um, And that has been what has been providing him kind of with these better performances for Barcelona. You know, Pedri is uh, now an interior and De Jong, of course, is better as an interior than a pivot at the moment so also Pjanic with him being an interior it means that we only really have Busquets as the pivot Um, and that is why he is getting the game time and I was actually speaking to uh, a friend of the podcast someone that has been on before at Blaugrana TV and we were kind of discussing this um, and I was essentially saying that a lot of the reason, kind of what I was saying in the previous podcast about a lot of the issues um, with Barcelona conceding conceding goals has been pinned on the two centre-backs. And I believe sometimes that is unfair criticism based upon the fact that they have little to no cover within the team. Um, and I think this is, is one of the major reasons why we are seeing Barcelona um, let in an influx of goals at times. Uh, and with Busquets being the only true pivot in the squad at the moment, I think it leaves us in a bit of a tricky situation Um, and I think the two solutions to this situation will be A, trying out Jandro who is uh, someone that we could recruit into this first team um, and seeing how he fares or B would be to sign someone however signing a better replacement for Busquets might be quite tricky especially in the single pivot role which seems to be uh, a role in world football that isn't that you don't find many amazing players and of course if we if there was an amazing player that we could go out and get 
would we have the funds for it right now? Probably not. So the two things that we could do would be either to try Jandro or to uh, to sign someone. But whilst we are at the moment forced to play Busquets, um, I personally believe Coman should impose more of a positional strictness on him um, and basically order him to almost solely act as a cover for our defensive back line instead of him playing in a more advanced position, wandering and often finding himself in a number 10 role. That leaves the team and especially the back two central defenders completely exposed on the counter and means that when we face a team um, that pose more of an attacking threat, especially on the counter attack, we we will be... um, better equipped to deal with that if Busquets is acting solely, almost solely as a protection for that back line. So a little side note there, but I think it's important to mention, I think unless we try Jandro out, which I, I'm not sure if I can see happening, I'm not sure if Komen will uh, afford him the luxury, then with Busquets, I think he just needs to be told to be stricter in his role and, and his role to slightly be modified in order to protect that back line um, and not get involved in the attacking side of play too much unless he wants to distribute some of those beautiful balls that cross zip codes from uh, the back line essentially or our own half into the attacking third um, like we saw today. I thought Busquets had a very good game all in all um, and it was a pleasure to see such an experienced pro at um, you know, close to his best as well is his best for how he is now. You know, he isn't in his prime anymore, but when he switches that on and he plays a good game, you know, he really, really is noticeable on the pitch. Um, a superb player and an absolute legend in this Barcelona side and will go down as a legend in Barcelona history as well. But let's get on to the game at hand and let's discuss it. Listen, early on, we required the services of our brilliant German goalkeeper, Mark andre to Spider-Man. He came out with an absolute peacock of a save. It was unbelievable, especially considering the shot was slightly deflected on its way to goal. Uh, to Stegen doing what he does best and proving such an important, uh, proving that he is such an important clog um, definitely not how you such an important cog in the barcelona uh, wheel if you will that's what i meant to say um so yeah i mean the importance of him i've spoke about before these are the moments that you need to be alert for and ready for and, and terstegen stay switched on and focused throughout the whole game it seems um and Listen, if that if that shot goes in, it's a, it's a different game. Granada start on the front foot, they get that early goal, and then suddenly it's an uphill battle for Barcelona. But thanks to our brilliant German goalkeeper, Marc-Andre Ter Stegen, he kept us in the game and kept the game alive for us to go and attack from the offset and throughout. So props to our man in goal. Then we saw a nice little attempt by Pedri, but ultimately the final product wasn't a goal, but a corner. Uh, A moment of brilliance as he beat one of his uh, men uh, and carried the ball forward. But the shot, as I said, resulting in a corner instead of a goal. And moments after, the deadlock was broken, thanks to an instinctive Antoine Griezmann finish. The ball, I think, I think ultimately came from the corner, actually. Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, but on its, I think Busquets tried to play a through ball. I believe it was to the run of Messi, who was coming in from the left. But in that ball, trying to find Messi, Soldado on the Granada side tried to clear it and boot it away. Um, deflected off of that and 
fell perfectly into the path of Antoine Griezmann, who took a touch and finished, dispatched it brilliantly into the lower right-hand corner of the goal with his left foot. It's a very good instinctive striker finish, and I think getting that goal, goal sorry, early on really set the tone for his game. It gave him the confidence he needed to really come out and play his best football, um, and that resulted in another goal and an assist as well. So um, so really good stuff. There was a little quick revar, uh, revar? VAR review um, because if in, in terms of or in accordance with the rules of football, if Soldado had no attempt to play the ball and it just deflected off him and came into the path of Antoine Griezmann, it would not have counted as a Barcelona goal. Uh, but because Soldado did attempt to play the ball, it meant that the goal stood and ultimately, that set us in good stead. You know, it really, really did. It was uh, one nil. We were one nil up, and as I said, gave Griezmann the confidence he needed to go on perform for the rest of the match. And he he was really trying to prove that he should start instead of Braithwaite, who had been getting the start up until uh, the previous game. But um, it's just about consistency now, and Griezmann needs to consistently be scoring uh, game in, game out, uh, as per 120 million euro striker should be doing Dest and Dembele let's speak about them listen they were working very well down that right hand side um, and I think a lot of credit has to go to Dest because he was doing so much to panic the defenders when Dembele was on the ball and also drive the defenders away and create some space for Dembele to attack so they were actually working together on the attack which was nice to see um and yeah, it gave Dembele a lot of license and a bit more space to really drive the defenders. Unfortunately, today I felt he was a little too erratic and um, at times just failed to pick out that all-important pass at the end of a move or, or play the, the, the right ball. But listen, he's electric, he is erratic, uh, and sometimes that can be his downfall. Today, I think it was ultimately, but he still played some good football. And as I said, him and Dest combining well uh, for the majority of today's game. Frankie De Jong as well, we have to touch on him. Listen, he's really, really coming into his own in this team. I've said it podcast after podcast now, um, and it's great to see consistency in his form, uh, in his good form. Some beautiful passing, uh, really, really beautiful passing, almost Messi-esque at times in his passing play um, in that in that first half of football. And not to mention, you know, the other impressive aspects of his play, which is his calmness on the ball, his cool collective nature when he is going into tackles for the majority of time. Um, and he's just a very elegant footballer. So it's great to see his consistency in good form continue. Um, really, really good. Really, really good from Frankie De Jong and be very proud of himself I really feel as though he is coming into his own in this Barcelona side um, really 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 do I want to say credit to Ronald Koeman uh, in this game ultimately I thought his game management was correct uh, he chose the right substitutes we'll speak about the substitutes uh, later on in the podcast but he chose the right substitutes in my mind he chose the right lineup to start and overall I thought his game management when he brought the subs in all of that kind of thing uh, all of that kind of stuff was was pretty spot on so credit where credit is due Co uh, Ronald Koeman you did a good good job today and there it is 
Truly, truly the beginning of Lionel Messi's season. He opens it with a beautiful, beautiful curler with his left wand of of leg, foot. Brilliant, brilliant stuff. Either way, he finished it expertly and typical of Lionel Messi, that kind of finish as well. Assisted by none other than Griezmann, who then had a goal and an assist, thanks to that assist, of course. Um, and he carried the ball up well. He was unchallenged, unchallenged, sorry, but he laid it off in a good moment for Lionel Messi. And, well, Lionel Messi took the keys, stuck it in the engine and hit down on that accelerator pad and, and, and really kick-started that game Um adding that second goal. And I think it came at a very, very important time, actually, because it was at a time when Barcelona started to, it started to feel to me as though they were just losing a grip on the game a little bit, or they were just, they were kind of easing their grip on the game. They were looking a little ragged at times and and slightly vulnerable. So I think the goal came at the perfect time um, and a really, really, really important uh, goal by Lionel Messi to increase our lead and increase the strength and the grip that we would have on that game. Brilliant stuff by Lionel Messi, and that was a sign of things to come because he got a free kick thanks to uh, a push on Pedri uh, just outside the box. It looked very close to take a free kick, not really enough space to get it up and down in time, but listen, you're questioning a genius at work, and Lionel Messi finally, finally scores from a free kick again. His season is just beginning. I'll tell I'll tell you that again. His season is just starting. That was his 11th goal of the season. It actually made him the Pachichi at the top of the goal scoring list for La Liga. Um, one above Jared Moreno, who is on 10. Um, but yeah, it really feels like his season is kickstarting. That's two very, very good games in a, a row where he's actually scoring, um, which is, is the most uh, pleasing thing. So really, 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 really expertly finished by Lionel Messi from the free kick. It was precision at its finest. And somehow he managed to find a way through a forest of Granada players. Um, ultimately, he he seeks a gap and he exploits it through the wall. Uh, it was perfect. Didn't take a touch on the way through. Just a clean hit. A beautiful, beautiful free kick from Lionel Messi. And that kind of concluded the first half of football. Ultimately, we gained control and we gained the lead. We were clinical. Two shots on goal, two goals. Very, very important and very, very clinical. Um... Wait, two shots? Sorry, sorry, that's completely wrong. Three shots in goal, three goals. <laughs> it was 3-0 at halftime. Um, two goals from Messi, one from Antoine Griezmann and an assist for him too. And up until that point, it was a very, very good job, uh, a very good day at the office, should I say. The whole team banding together. At times it was a little untidy, but listen, you know, you can't criticize too harshly these are the th- kind of things that we need to see ironed out and when you're still looking not at your best and winning 4-0 despite it being against Granada who to be fair were in I think in the European uh, spots uh, prior to, to to today's game um, they were sitting in seventh I believe prior to today's game and I think they are continue to be in seventh after this game um but in those up in those European um, spots and and in with a chance of uh, get, gaining European football, should I say? 
you have to say, you have to give Barcelona credit. You know, the the raggedness to our play hopefully will be ironed out and corrected and improved upon in training and, and we'll see those improvements and they'll be visible in the upcoming games. But listen, when there's still those ragged qualities to your play and you're winning 4-0, something's going well. And that was the clinicality in today's play. The final product was there and it did come in the form of two Lionel Messi goals and two Griezmann goals as well. But that was everything for the first half it was 3-0 it was only one Griezmann goal at this time moving into the second half of play very intriguing to see how we would come out in the second half of course being 3-0 up were we going to allow Granada chances to get back into the game and really begin to play their style of and well impose their style of football that was the worry for me. Let's not, you know, sit back and rely on our defensive laurels. Um, and we didn't do that, which was so, so pleasing. We came out and we continued to control the game and continued to create chances. And that was what I found super, super impressive. So very, very, very good to see um, because that's something that Barcelona have not been known for really recently. I wanted to give a big shout out to none other than Mingueza, Oscar Mingueza, who had a brilliant, brilliant game in defense. Of course, he was expected to be partnered with um, Ronald Arajo, but because of the uh, discomfort in his right thigh, he had to play alongside uh, Umtiti, who they haven't played together before. However, they did themselves complete and utter justice and that they did themselves proud uh umtiti also very very solid on the whole the two of them very very good stuff um and it was great to see the solidness in defense i just think mingueza is so he was so authoritarian today against an very experienced Soldado who uh, has played for many a top team um, now of course at Granada as his age uh, continues to increase but he's a very experienced international uh, Spanish international and you have to do your part to uh, to put him off and, and, and show that you are in control and for such a young defender to be doing that against such an experienced player is really really positive and I think him and Umtiti worked very well together uh, it certainly didn't look like like that was their first game playing together. So credit where credit's due. Mingueza and Umtiti, very proud of you. And that rhymed, actually. So, uh, so yeah. Pedri, he didn't run the show as, um, as we've become accustomed to. However, he never has a poor game. Um, just a little more of a quiet one today. And I was thinking it would be a great, you know, time to replace him with Ricky Puch, uh, as he has played a lot of football recently, Pedri. Um, and for an 18-year-old, he needs to be integrated into the squad in a manner in which is... Um comfortable which is sensible um and which makes sense or, or you know you know to to sum things up really you know we can't be forcing him into the team but he has forced his way into the team because of his very good performances and uh, all credit to him he's he's been superb however today was a little more of a quiet game for him it was more messy that was running the show in that in that area of the pitch as he is playing more central in in the past couple games so i just felt as though the switch with pooch who who really should be getting game time i've spoke about it a million times but i thought that was what made sense and ultimately it did happen uh, maybe could have happened a little bit earlier but all in all Pooch did get a good 20 minutes on the pitch then we saw the fourth and final goal for Barcelona of the evening and it was a beautiful 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 goal by none other than the French 
international Antoine Griezmann. The two Frenchmen actually combining as it was a beautiful dink of a pass into the path of Griezmann from Ousmane Dembele. And it was Griezmann who hit it on the half volley and drilled it home. A beautiful, beautiful finish by uh, a man who carries the hair of a lion. Um, a beautiful mane and a beautiful finish. Uh, that's all that can be really said. It was really, really superb, honestly. Just showing the class that we all know he possesses. And for me, it was just um, a clear indication of what a confident Griezmann can do. Uh, a Griezmann that feels loved, a Gr- Griezmann that feels confident in, in his abilities and is confident in him being able to express them on the football pitch. And I think that's what we saw today. As I said earlier, I think scoring early on really uh, set up and, and built the foundations for him to continue that confidence or, or, or to ensue that confidence so he could continue playing with confidence for the rest of the game. Then we saw two changes after that goal and it was bizarrely Lionel Messi coming out for uh, Martin Braithwaite and De Jong who came off for, uh, or De Jong even, I don't know why I said it like that, uh, De Jong came off for uh, Pjanic. Then after that, we saw a beautiful bit of play from Busquets. Um, his passing today was superb. Uh, of course, I spoke, spoke earlier on how I think he should play a much stricter, deeper uh, lying role uh, as, a, as a single pivot and really be there to cover the defence at all times. But his passing range is so superb. I think he could really operate so well, even still in creating uh, attacking play from that deeper position, because we saw it today on multiple occasions. And this was one of the examples of it. He played an absolute wonder ball from his own half, uh, pinged it with just pure pace and precision. It was outrageous into the path of Jordi Alba, who flung it home uh, or tried to fling it home, sorry, on the uh, the volley but unfortunately it fired just wide and that came up to the 70th minute mark and and it'd been very very good from Barcelona it really had been a commanding controlling and most of all clinical uh, performance from the Blaugranas uh, and it was really really good to see such a commanding display of football consistently for 70th minute for 70 minutes sorry Instead of seeing these kind of periods of play where we we seem to have a good grasp of the game and play some good football, you know, I was seeing some tiki-taka football today, similar to the old days, of course, not quite there uh, and not for the extended periods of time uh, that we've seen, uh, you know, in in Barcelona history. But there were some nice triangles being played. Uh, There was a nice pace to the passing as well. Um, And then we saw someone coming on that just completely blew that out of the water and and improved it even further. And that was none other than my favourite Barcelona player, Ricky Puig unbelievable stuff by Ricky Puig as he came on in the 71st minute along with Trincao in place of Pedri and Dembele. Again, praise to Komen for the game management. I thought his substitutes today were spot on. Um, And I was just so excited to see Ricky Puig on the pitch and he was impactful straight away. He played just a peach of a pass, such a perfect pass into the path of Braithwaite who is then fouled on his way into the box and it actually ends up with a sending off for Granada 
just outside the box, we were awarded a free kick, unfortunately amounted to nothing, but that all came from an unbelievable run and then an even better pass from Ricky Pooch. Uh, it was just, just superb and it just shows his absolute quality. Whenever he steps on the pitch, he f- never fails to deliver, really never fails to deliver. What a player. He's playing with a smile. He's somehow playing with confidence despite never getting the chance to play. It's so beautiful to see how impactful he is just straight away when he enters the pitch. And then the final change for Barcelona came. It was uh, Serginho Dest for uh, coming off for Junior Firpu, who actually played on that right-hand side, uh, despite his preferred position being uh, the, the left. But of course, not having Sergio Roberto meant that we need to kind of accommodate, um, you know, and kind of accommodate someone else to kind to take that that strain off of Dest who can't be playing all the time every time but just going back to Ricky Pooch um I want to say this uh, seeing Ricky Pooch on the football field makes me feel so happy it brings me so much joy but at the same time it makes me quite sad that his brilliance is being completely unrewarded every time he's stepping out onto the football field he is an absolute credit to himself the directness of his passing, the vision he possesses, and the desire to win each and every ball are just some of the few qualities that he possesses. He really is the master of of early, quick passing. And what that does is by starting the move off and by passing it quickly and early and directly, it affords the other players time. It affords them the time that he hasn't taken on the ball. It's just unbelievable. I I really cannot stop complimenting his genius at times. It really, really is. And I pray Ronald Koeman just please, please give him the minutes he deserves. Because I don't want it to be another situation where he comes on and is so impactful and then just doesn't, that it just isn't rewarded with game time. That's what makes me sad is to see him out there playing so incredibly and just having this sinking feeling in my heart that I, we just won't see him play again for for a, a good few games or a good few months even. So uh, so I pray that Ronald Koeman gives him the playing time he deserves. And and with with that said, that kind of uh, ended the game. Ricky Pooch saw it out by playing some brilliant football. I, oh, just the honestly honestly if you're going to watch any part of that game the goals were incredible but watch the game since Ricky Pooch entered the field it was just superb some of the play was just superb I don't want to hear anything about he's too young he doesn't possess the physical attributes none of that none of that is relevant it really really isn't when he's playing the way he is uh it's stunning 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 football by the man the myth the legend Ricky Pooch remember the name remember the name but that'll do it for today's match review and reaction. That was it. That ended the game. We managed to get a 4-0 victory away from home against a plucky Granada side. Um, and that comes as a real, real treat for Barcelona fans. Winning another away game, uh, which is so, so important. It really, really is. Uh, and I'm I'm just super, super, super happy that we saw uh, the, the win come today, especially away from home. Uh, another away victory I think is so important uh, for Barcelona Um, and it just continues our run of form and and continues um, 
us racking up those wins and trying to climb up the La Liga ladder, uh, which which will be so so important. But uh, I must say, I think the most uh, the most pleasing thing about today's performance was the fact that we were clinical in front of goal. The fact that we uh, we scored four goals and had four shots on target from the four shots on target, sorry, that we had today is for me the most pleasing thing. Um, I hope this is a sign of things to come and, and the fact that we will continue in this form of, of, of clinicality. Uh, that That is really what will be... Uh, what will be important if we want to, to try and challenge for, for a La Liga title that seems out of reach still. Um, but we, we have to continue to fight, uh, continue to believe and continue to do all we can in our power to make it possible. Griezmann did say after the game we needed to win and to get this streak going. In the second half, our players were able to rest. The goals, the goals are coming. We are gaining confidence. And that really instills confidence in in every Barcelona fans. By Griezmann saying the goals are coming, I really, really hope that is the case. Uh, and I want to believe him. Uh, I'll believe it, I believe it, sorry, when I see it. Uh, and I really hope to see it sooner rather than later for Barcelona. Now we turn our attentions to Supercopa de España. It's not a big trophy, but it's the semi-finals and we play Real Sociedad again away from home. Um, this this could be a difficult game. You know, it's not the biggest deal if we lose it, but it will give the players a lot of confidence to reach a final, no matter the competition. Um, and will really, really get us uh, some confidence given uh for the league even for the champions league as well to be to be winning wherever and whenever we can it's another away uh tie and even after the game against real sociedad in the supercopa de España, we'll face uh cornelia in the copa del rey again away from home and then elche away from home as well so it's a while until we head back to the Camp Nou and it will be on the 31st of January when we will play back at the Camp Nou against Athletic Club or Athletic Bilbao. Um, so we will await that day with uh, beady eyes. But we continue playing away from home. That Today was the uh, the third consecutive game away from home and the third consecutive win. Uh, we still have another three games away from home. That will be six in total before we head back to the Camp Nou. So let's continue continue in the vein of form that we have done ever since the turn of the year we've turned it on and we're playing some much better football still a lot of things to improve on let's not get carried away let's take it game by game and let's focus on the positives and let's improve on the weaknesses I really hope we get to see Pooch uh, get some more game time. I really, really do. Uh, maybe the Supercopa de España against Real Sociedad is the perfect moment to give him a start. Uh, I would. I don't know about you. Let me know if you would and when you would start Ricky Pooch. If at all, um, I'm sure you'll agree with, with some of the things I've said. I'm hoping you will. Uh, but if you don't, or if you do, no matter the case, head over to Instagram and give my Barcelona-themed page a follow. We can interact and you can give me your thoughts um, and methodologies in, in terms of getting this Barcelona team to play the best football possible. My handle over there is at Barca Base Official, and I'll catch you over on the Instagram page. But for now, this has been everything for the As I See It podcast. Another match and review and reaction from the Barca Base HQ. <laughs> I've been your host, Gabriel Rodriguez, and I'll catch you in the next episode of the podcast. Peace.